So Arjun is asking very technical questions to Lord Krishna. What is Prakriti? What is Purush? Because these are the subject matters of discussion of the spiritualists. All the Vedas are describing the absolute truth and these terminologies are the center of all discussion. Prakriti, Purush, Kshetra, Kshetragya, Jnanam and Gyayam. What is Prakriti? Prakriti means energy and Purush means energetic or the enjoyer. So what is energy? What is energetic? Who is energy? Who is energetic? Energy should follow the dictates of the energetic. What is field? Who is the knower of the field? And what is knowledge? And what is the end of all knowledge? So Lord Krishna has explained here, what is the field? This body is the field. And this body has got knower that is called Shetragya. But there is not just one knower, but two knowers. Krishna tells, thus, anybody who has any doubt about soul being same as super soul, I am only God, as the philosophy says. So that is imperfect because we saw Shetragya Chapi Maam Vidhi Sarvakshetreshu Bharata. Lord Krishna has explained, know me also as Shetragya, who is not just the knower of this body, but Sarvakshetreshu Bharata. That special Shetragya, he is the knower of all the bodies. So Lord Krishna has explained Shetragya. Now further, Lord Krishna is giving a crisp description of all these terms. Lord Krishna begins first by describing the Kshetra. What is this field actually? Just like we have any substance. Salt. What is salt? Sodium chloride, Na plus Cl. So in a similar fashion, when we see this body, what is this body actually? So that Lord Krishna, in brief, he is describing here. But this discussion is very, very important. So it begins with verse number 6 and 7. Mahabhutanya hankaro buddhir avyaktamevacha indriyani dashaikamcha Panchachendriya gochara Ichadvesha sukham dukham Sanghataschetana dhritihi Etat kshetram samasena Savikaram udahritam The five great elements, false ego, intelligence, the unmanifested, the ten senses, the mind, the five sense objects, desire, hatred, happiness, distress, the aggregate, the life symptoms and convictions. All these are considered in summary to be the field of activities and its interactions. So when we read in our books of science, the world is composed of many elements and those elements are listed in periodic table. Sodium, potassium, chlorine, iodine, astatine, radon, and so many elements are there. We have not seen any one of the element and we may never be able to see it till we live. But we have faith. Anybody describes oh, what constitutes this world? Oh, sodium, potassium, this thing. These are the elements. And then those elements are also combination of electrons, protons, neutrons, which we have not seen. 
but we have faith and we describe very nicely that yes this is their electron it moves like this they combine together there is neutron there is this charge there is this weight there is this dimension so many things we describe although we have not seen anything we don't know the weight of atom we don't know the mass of proton we don't know the mass of electron we don't know the velocity but still we repeat immediately when we are asked what is the velocity of light 3 into 10 to power 8 meters per second immediately we can tell but we have never measured so just like the modern science has come to certain understanding of the world similarly the vedic science also describes the same chemistry how the world is made up of what the world is made up of how these elements come together but the analysis is different the analysis is not in terms of the elements of periodic table not in terms of atom but something which enters even the smallest element the basic element of this material universe and which are those elements they are described here mahabhutani ahankara buddhir avyaktam evacha five great elements earth air water fire and sky so just like the scientists describe all these elements of periodic table the great sages the scientists of vedic science shila prabhupad explains from all the authoritative statement of the great sages the vedic hymns and the aphorisms of the vedanta sutra the components of this world are earth water fire air and ether these are five great elements mahabhutani they are called five great elements and then three subtle elements are there false ego is there mind intelligence is there and there are 10 senses which are the 10 senses five karma indriyas five gyan indriyas gyan indriya we call as sense organs but there are other senses also as per the vedic books and which are those senses hands and legs so these are karma indriyas by which we perform action these are also indriya indriya means instrument so instruments of knowledge and instruments of activity so five sense organs they are called instruments of knowledge eyes are instruments of knowledge ears are instrument of knowledge skin is instrument of knowledge tongue is instrument of knowledge and nose is instrument of knowledge and then instruments of action arms legs they are instruments of action holding grabbing walking and there is uh, voice the vocal cords instrument of action and uh, the genitals and anus so these are five instruments by which we act so combined they are all called indriyas there are 10 indriyas and then there is one subtle indri which is the third subtle element which is mind so put together there are 11 senses so sometimes it is called 10 sometimes it is 11 when the mind is also included mana shashthan indriyani prakriti sthani karshati so mind is also sense because the mind controls all the other senses it is subtle sense so mind intelligence false ego five great elements the 10 senses and then five sense objects all the senses have got their object the tongue has got object taste eyes have got object form in a similar fashion there are five sense objects and then there is so these are uh, the various elements of field and then there is combination when these elements combine together then what happens 
different things arise just like sodium is there and chlorine is there when it interacts then what happens sodium chloride there is salt there is hydrogen and there is oxygen when it interacts what comes out there is water so hydrogen is gas oxygen is gas but when it combines it becomes liquid h2o so in a similar fashion when these various elements of field five great elements three elements senses sense objects are combined together thus arise desire hatred happiness distress the aggregate the life symptoms and convictions all these are considered in summary to be the field of activities and its interactions so thus uh, we have to read this carefully it is very very important to understand as we had mentioned in the description of the session if a person is perceiving the world in a certain way that is because of this combination of the various elements of field interactions of the field the light falls on an object there is interaction of the object the substance and the light and then there is reflection the light falls on our eyes this is again interaction of the field and then the person will tell the color oh this is orange this is green this is blue but if the body is of a certain nature then the perception would be different color blind person will tell this is not green this is actually brown he will be perceiving the world in a different way similarly in the the body is in different state there is more fire element in the body there is a fever then you put nice food but the feeling would be different bitter taste will come so the experience of the world changes and uh, when the field is in certain configuration we like taking food and when the configuration of the field changes we hate taking food same man and woman they love each other after some time they fight with each other they even kill each other so why this happens because of the change these are the interactions of field so unfortunately people take the interactions of field as something belonging to them the field gives rise to certain desire we think it is my desire the field gives rise to certain understanding about life and we think this understanding is perfect understanding so we have to understand just like a child was desiring or we also as child were desiring so many things but now we understand all those things were not making any sense at all child whatever it desires child simply desires fun and child will spoil his future life because the child's field is like that for child happiness is something and distress is something else in a similar fashion we should understand why we are working simply following the results of interaction of the field and taking it as some actual fact we are thinking oh this thing will make us happy this is what i desire i don't desire because of this influence the interaction of the field certain desire arises in me just like when the animal see the water in the desert that is actually a mirage but animal thinks there is water and animal starts chasing the water so this desire is created because of the interaction of field so there was a certain gas and the air was traveling because of the temperature there was total internal reflection and there was water uh, there was appearance of water water was not there so thus the vedas tell us they warn us please never get carried away by the things you desire by the things you hate 
by the perceptions of happiness and distress that this field creates for you are the last word is also very important life symptoms and convictions ichha dvesha sukham dukham sangastash chetana dhritihi dhriti means conviction we all have certain conviction in life this thing is good for me this thing is bad for me so those people who are tamasic uh, their conviction is different tamasic people can uh, either follow the path of impersonalism or tamasic means ignorance they are not knowing reality so tamasic people can do sense gratification tamasic people will worship ghosts they would be attracted by ghostly worship or they would be attracted by uh, the worship of very ghastly forms and when they further advance they start worshiping demigods like uh, durga chandi or lord shiva so usually tamasic people take to such worship so lord shiva has taken great responsibility of delivering tamasic people and ghostly living entities also so lord shiva is shuddha satvik he is a pure devotee but he keeps himself in a tamasic way he'll be wearing some mundas and uh, all those skulls and would be having ash smeared all over his body so he takes this tamasic get up so that tamasic living entities can also advance in his association so thus as per the modes of nature acquired by the living entity as per the field different convictions are developed just like a child is having certain conviction in life so we all have different convictions tamasic person would be having separate conviction then when a person rises further towards rajaguna they may develop faith on ganesha on lord brahma and like that and when they come to sattva guna then they develop faith in lord vishnu automatically so thus in this way as per the field person will have certain convictions somebody would be communist somebody would be socialist somebody would be selfish somebody would be magnanimous all these desires all these convictions what is good for me what is bad for me what is right what is wrong this is all the result of field of activity so thus we understand a child should never believe upon his convictions so why should we depend upon our convictions because the convictions are simply the result of field of activity so we have to understand this is not knowledge now i am perceiving this world in a certain way this is not knowledge whatever knowledge watch we call the perception created by our senses that is simply the interaction of the field of activity in dream also we see various colors and so many other things it is interaction of the field of activity so thus if we have to define what the world actually is we cannot depend upon this field so which is very very illusory it gives different conceptions depending upon the modes of nature we acquire its configuration so if we have to come to the platform of real knowledge then we have to get freed from the influence of this field so thus lord krishna next describes so if a person is advancing on the path of real knowledge not merely the perceptions created by the senses are being mistaken as knowledge then 20 elements will be shown in his behavior so lord krishna describes if you if a person is advancing in these 20 items then we can understand that such a person is actually advancing in knowledge otherwise whatever conviction knowledge we have here simply interaction so we can understand somebody is born in certain country and he hears allah akbar he will be affiliated and he will develop convictions basis uh, the faith that he has 
somebody is born here jai shri ram is hearing xyz he or she will develop certain conviction somebody is born in an atheistic place mostly he would live like an atheist so in this way it simply depends upon interaction social interaction interaction with the materials in this way our convictions are continuously changing but reality is something completely different from the convictions that we have that we develop here so one should never depend upon one's convictions as long as one is being influenced by this material nature because as per the influence our convictions will keep on changing always so any sensible man understands this philosophy one should understand i am different from my mind my body my desires my hatred and my convictions also so the decisions of my life should never be based what i desire or what i hate because these things will keep on changing the same object of desire will become object of hatred boyfriend becomes object of hatred after marriage or girlfriend similar thing happens why has it happened there was a long uh, courtship and everything was so nice and then it changes so desire becomes hatred and hatred also becomes desire happiness becomes distress distress becomes happiness something i thought will give me pleasure it has given me great distress something i thought it is very distressful it is giving me happiness so these things keep on changing so a sensible man should never base so should never base his life upon these shaky foundations of desire hatred happiness distress these will keep on changing always so that's what one should do is one should simply understand where is a person who is not at all influenced by the field his convictions would be the result of the knowledge which is coming in parampara so such a person we need to find not a person who is getting influenced by the field so as long as we are also getting influenced by the field one should not never depend upon this thing so as we understand as long as i am under the influence of virus in the body i will never be able to tell what is the real taste of food in a similar fashion as long as we are under the influence of this field we will never be able to understand and tell what is reality so this is very very important point so please do not make your decisions of life basis what you desire or what you hate what is your conviction so what are the symptoms of such a person who is free from the influence of the field which are those elements so just see such wonderful knowledge is being described in bhagavad gita so from this we can measure how much we are advancing on the path of real knowledge and which are these elements amanitvam adambhitvam ahinsak shantirarjavam acharyopasanam shocham sthairyam atmavinigrahah इंद्रियार्थेशु वैराग्यम मनहंकार जन्म मृत्यु जरा व्याधि दुख दोषादर्शनम असक्तिरनभिस्वंग पुत्र दारा गृहादिषु निम चमचिवत्मिष्टोपत्तिषु मैचानन्योगेना भक्तिरव्याचारिणी विवक्तदेश सेवितरतिर्जन संसदी अध्यात्म ज्ञान नित्वत्मत्वर्शनम एक प्रोक्त अज्ञान सो दीज एलिमेंट्स आर ह्यूमिलिटी प्राइडलेसनेस नॉन वायलेंस टॉलरेंस सिंप्लिसिटी अप्रोचिंग अ बोनाफाइड स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर क्लेनलीनेस स्टेडीनेस एंड सेल्फ कंट्रोल रिनाउंसिएशन ऑफ द ऑब्जेक्ट्स ऑफ सेंस ग्रेटिफिकेशन absence of false ego 
the perception of the evil of birth death old age and disease non attachment to children wife home and the rest and even mindedness amid pleasant and unpleasant events constant and unalloyed devotion to me resorting to solitary places detachment from the general mass of people accepting the importance of self realization and philosophical search for the absolute truth all these i thus declare to be knowledge and what is contrary to these is ignorance so all these items are very very important shri prabhupada explains this process of knowledge is sometimes misunderstood by less intelligent men as being the interaction of the field of activity so as the material sciences we acquire which are simply the interaction of the field of activity so some less intelligent people tell humility non violence all these qualities are also interaction of the field but it is not actually this is the real process of knowledge if one accepts this process then the possibility of approaching the absolute truth exists this is not the interaction of the tenfold elements as described before this is actually the means to get out of it of all the descriptions of the process of knowledge the most important is described in the first line of the 10th verse the process of knowledge terminates in unalloyed devotional service to the lord mam cha nanya yogena bhaktir avyabicharani so bhaktir avyabicharani is very important unalloyed devotional service to the lord so if one does not approach or is not able to approach the transcendental service of the lord then the other 19 items are of no particular value you wanted to travel towards your destination you covered all the milestones but you could not reach last milestone then the entire journey is of no use so better you would have sat at home only because reaching destination serves the purpose so in a similar fashion all the other elements should reach eventually to this final milestone and what is that mam cha nanya yogena bhaktir avyabicharani unalloyed devotional service unto me experiencing love of god so if devotional service loving service is not developed all other items are of no use or if a person somehow he is fortunate to meet pure devotee of krishna and develops unalloyed devotional service to lord then all other elements will manifest automatically so if one does not approach or is not able to approach the transcendental service of the lord then the other 19 items are of no particular value very important to understand humility morality truthfulness all these things what is the value if you die again and again you repeat next birth and you forget everything so ultimately the purpose should be solved so all the other things of this life are of no use if this final element is not achieved but if one takes to devotional service in full krishna consciousness the other 19 items automatically develop within him the principle of accepting a spiritual master as mentioned in the 7th verse acharya pasanam people ask uh, why should we worship any middle man i will worship god directly god is telling you have to worship a middle man acharya upasana worshiping the acharya taking shelter of acharya is very very important element just just like by reading books nobody becomes a doctor so simply by reading bhagavad gita prabhupad mentions you read bhagavad gita 1000 times as people tell i finished bhagavad gita 20 times 
But if you ask them what is Krishna, they will not be able to describe because they did not surrender to a pure devotee spiritual master. So thus, without internship, it is not possible at all to make any advancement simply by reading books. So transcendental life begins, even it is mentioned here, for one who takes to devotional service, it is most important. Transcendental life begins when one accepts a bona fide spiritual master. So please read the line again. Transcendental means spiritual, beyond the material nature. Transcendental life begins when one accepts a bona fide spiritual master. So that is why we should be very, very eager to get clarity and then to surrender to such a bona fide spiritual master. Here is a person whom I can surrender completely. And when a person is able to accept, that is a beginning of life. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Sri Krishna clearly states here that this process of knowledge is the actual path. Anything speculated beyond this is nonsense. Now, Srila Prabhupada gives a very, very nice analysis of all these elements. As for the knowledge outlined here, the items may be analyzed as follows. Humility. Now, what is this humility? I want to see whether I am humble or not. So, how do I understand it? So, Prabhupada explains very beautifully, what is humility? Humility means that one should not be anxious to have the satisfaction of being honored by others. The material conception of life makes us very eager to receive honor from others. But from the point of view of a man in perfect knowledge, who knows that he is not this body, anything, honor or dishonor, pertaining to this body is useless. One should not be hankering after this material deception. People are very anxious to be famous for their religion. And consequently, sometimes it is found that without understanding the principles of religion, one enters into some group which is not actually following religious principles and then wants to advertise himself as a religious mentor. So Prabhupada explains, what is humility? Not being anxious to have the satisfaction of being honored by others. It is a deception. So one who understands that he is not the body, Shetra and Shetragnya, I am knower of this body, knower of the field. Then what is the use of any honor or dishonor? Any honor, praise is for the body. If I am wearing a mask and somebody tells you are very beautiful, should I think I am beautiful? The mask which I am wearing might be beautiful, but I am not. I may not be. Or if the mask I am wearing is ugly, and people are very much bothered, oh, I should look beautiful, they undergo cosmetic surgery and spend so much of money. If the body which I have got is less intelligent, so that means simply this computer is not advanced enough. I should not feel low that I am less intelligent. If I am living in a situation where wealth is less, I should not think I am poor. All the wealth belongs to Krishna. If I use that wealth for my enjoyment, then uh, misery will happen in life. Thus, even the rich people are very miserable because they think that wealth belong to, belongs to them. It is not right. All the wealth belongs to Krishna. So those people who use all the wealth for Krishna, they are always very happy and satisfied. Those who keep on accumulating, they are never satisfied by all their accumulation of wealth. So simply thinking if uh, the wealth in which I am sitting, this belongs to me and feeling you are rich, this is also ignorance. Or I am not having enough wealth around me, it does not matter. This temporary setup and uh, the, that wealth anyway belongs to God. If God wants me to serve him with less wealth, it is okay, I'll serve with less wealth. But if this understanding is not there that I'm different from the body, then a person will get carried away. 
and thus this great deception thus people are working very very hard so tomorrow we are taking a stroll with one of the devotees and we are discussing so one guard was sitting there very peacefully entire day they keep on sitting and usually they'll be having their phones with them would be watching their phones entire day so it is such a nice job guard job there is no deadline there is no pressure you sit down entire day you can chant so just like the guard in our building in association he has learned so i got to know sometimes he's chanting 32 rounds also and he has started chanting eight rounds without knowing much philosophy simply by association association of devotees is so powerful so it is such a nice job you can entire day you are sitting there you need not run here and there you can keep on chanting entire day keep on reading entire day keep on hearing entire day your spiritual life would be successful but then what people would think i am guard i am security officer no so unfortunately all of us have been trained in this material concept you should um, make the people around you proud you should be proud of yourself so this pride is the pillar of spiritual life and we want to have more and more pride yes i am rich i am intelligent i am successful so spiritual of me this pride should never be there pride is the enemy of spiritual life and we want to build it just so just see the material conception of life and because of this the poor child is working very very hard to study studying 10 hours 12 hours 15 hours so yes you study very nicely but if you are getting some result poor child is getting more and more stressed out and the stress keeps on increasing so what is the use of such education every endeavor should be so that i increase my happiness in life but no deception so this deception of honor kills the living entities life after life everybody is always working hard just to maintain status quo in the society because they are not humble everybody is anxious so that is our training we are all anxious we want to be honored by others if i don't perform nicely oh honor will go down if i do the honor so thus spiritual life begins from here humility uh, lord jesus also mentioned kingdom of god is meant for meek and humble so one should not be anxious to have satisfaction of being honored by others others honor me or others criticize me i should be completely unaffected we are just travelers we are assembled here for a while so please do not worry do not waste this human form of life every moment is very precious if we waste it for temporary gains which are anyway never never satisfactory why should we waste our life like that rather i should use every moment in the service of krishna when we use our resources our time our energy in service of krishna krishna is there in the heart he has created all the field its interactions whatever pleasures we get of taste form sound these are all created by krishna so that is why krishna means the reservoir of all pleasure also and the greatest pleasure also so krishna is greatest pleasure if he is happy 24 hours will be feeling pleasure in the heart 24 hours not when i put my favorite food on my tongue i'll be happy not when i meet the person i am infatuated to i'll be happy i'll be always happy 24 hours in loving attraction of service of krishna so we should not be satisfied by this flickering satisfaction so we should be uh, uh, very very careful in implementing this first element of knowledge in our life we should try to become humble and thus uh, another understanding is we don't surrender to krishna because of this we think if i get honor in this world then i will be happy if i save time from my material things and invest time in krishna what will happen to me then people will stop respecting me 
that means i am not humble krishna is telling you surrender unto me but i am not willing to surrender completely so if you are not following god then where is the question of humility so anybody who is little bowing down to others and speaking politely that is not real humility because they are not willing to surrender to krishna so when we are not willing to listen to god follow completely god's advice who is our loving father eternal relative then where is the question of humility so that is why only a devotee can be humble he completely follows god so people criticize devotee for devotional service or he gets some praise he is not at all affected so thus we should try not to get affected by dissatisfaction of being honored by others otherwise entire life we have to work very very hard and struggle just to garner this honor by others then next non violence is generally taken to mean not killing or destroying the body but actually non violence means not to put others into distress so another element of knowledge is non violence so a person is very learned he has cracked iit and he has cracked uh, upsc and he or she is an is officer and then they are eating meat very nicely so sir what is the use of your knowledge you are giving pain to other living entities does it need rocket science to understand that i should not hurt hurt other living entities they also want to live with family they have their own plans of enjoyment so our life is uh, not very different from them they want to enjoy eating meeting sleeping defending we want to enjoy eating meeting sleeping defending why should we kill them give pain to them so this simple understanding does not dawn upon somebody then what is the use of cracking all these big exams that this knowledge is not actually knowledge the simply interaction of the field of activity prabhupad in the morning he was explaining very nicely in a class just like technician if technician comes to our place to fix some light bulbs switches and other things pumps do we call a very learned man has come to our place technician no technician or mechanics they are not very intelligent similarly engineer is nothing but an extension or scientist is nothing but extension of mechanic or technician so this is not real knowledge this simply the interaction of field put this element here put this atom here put this chip and combine this simply interaction of the field of activity that that is not called real knowledge so this is knowledge these elements should be developed so don't we understand is it not knowledge this is knowledge if i am hurting other living entity that living entity feels pain why should i give pain to others this sense does not strike then where is knowledge there is no knowledge actually in society so a person in knowledge will advance in non violence automatically and what does it mean non violence simply not hurting the body which is generally perceived no non violence means not putting putting others into distress so because hurting the body hurts others so that is why it is also called violence people in general are trapped by ignorance in the material concept of life and they perpetually suffer material pains so unless one elevates people to spiritual knowledge one is practicing violence so this is very important so if the parents are telling child you become very famous man in this world you should desire to become famous you should desire to become rich then the parents are actually the killers of the child because of this desire to become famous desire to become rich the child has developed material desires and the nature of material desires are that they are never satiated 
today i am 10x famous i want to become 100x famous tomorrow then 1000x famous then next life i have to take birth again just to fulfill these never satiating desires so actually the parents are killing their children by giving them these false theories so this life is full of misery so the nature of this material world is misery cannot be solved to get certain happiness you have to take another misery you want to eat food then you have to cultivate food work very hard in the farm and then you can enjoy food or you have to work hard somewhere get money and then take food so misery has to be taken this is called sense there is actually no happiness here happiness of enjoying nice food item means you have to work hard to raise that food item either you grow directly in the field or you work hard get some money and get food from that so thus misery is fixed in this material world you want name and fame then you have to toil very hard you have to do tapasya work very hard so thus misery is fixed any kind of happiness means we have to take misery you want to have a child then there is misery of pregnancy so much of pain is there but a person has to undergo that pain if you want child and then there are so many other responsibilities which are also but misery but if you want to have enjoyment of family then you have to undergo all such troubles also so thus actually there is no happiness don't we see happiness is another face of of misery or misery is another face of happiness to have some kind of happiness you have to have certain misery here so thus taking people out of this material cycle completely that is actually called non violence so we should never engage our near and dear ones or anybody whatsoever in material desires because material desires means misery you have to undergo pains to enjoy something in this material world so devotee preaches krishna consciousness very nicely so the so devotee only can be non violent otherwise whole world is violent simply violent because everyone is simply government is making plans so that material desires can be fulfilled material desires are never fulfilled the more you fulfill the more it will increase and then next birth again living entity rise then next birth in this way perpetual misery continues here so one should try his best to distribute real knowledge to the people so if uh, somebody is there just like yudhishthir maharaj when he saw people are suffering on the war battlefield then he was going and taking care of their wounds so in a similar fashion now everybody suffering simply because of is it not very nice knowledge out of the box knowledge all the very simple common sense but we don't hear these things it is such a wonderful knowledge nobody shows this face of the material world because how much ever you interact in this material world this knowledge will never come this descends in the guru parampara when we read bhagavad gita as it is come in contact with pure devotee such things enlighten us so that is why people are suffering simply because of this thing ignorance so just like a person who distributes medicines to the suffering people that is called real non violence similarly we should distribute these literatures as much as possible distribute this knowledge as much as much as possible so that they may become enlightened and leave this material entanglement that is non violence so non violence means spreading this knowledge to others so in this way we should practice humility pridelessness and non violence then next another very important element amanitvam adambhitvam there should be no man there should be no damb pride there should be no hinsa and there should be kshantihi kshantihi means tolerance what is the meaning of tolerance tolerance means that one should be practiced to bear insult and dishonor from others 
if one is engaged in the advancement of spiritual knowledge there will be so many insults and much dishonor from others because people are in ignorance so when a person advances seriously wants to advance in spiritual life as has been the life of great devotees also so much of dishonor will be there so many insults a devotee has to meet with so devotee has to be that is why very very tolerant if someone cannot tolerate one cannot be a devotee one cannot advance even a boy like prahlad who only 5 years old was engaged in cultivation of spiritual knowledge was put into so many difficulties and danger when his father became antagonistic to his devotion father tried to kill him in so many ways but prahlad tolerated so for making advancement in spiritual knowledge there may be many impediments but we should be tolerant and continue our progress with determination so thus the same understanding what lord krishna is explaining here has been repeated by chaitanya mahaprabhu in shikshashtakam which has been mentioned as foremost order of vaishnavism tranadapi sunichena taroriva sahishnuna devotee should be humbler than the grass and more tolerant than the tree so then spiritual life begins only a person who is humbler than the grass not i do not desire any honor in this material world and i am ready to bear all insults and dishonor so such a person only can actually relish chanting of hari krishna mahamantra otherwise chanting would be mechanical that pleasure will not be awakened within the heart so tolerance and humility is very much required and then ahinsak shanti arjavam arjavam means simplicity so nobody wants to be simple people want to become more and more flashy they want to show off and that is material life all about arjuna tells if i kill my relatives what is the use of kingdom kingdom we earn and show to our relatives and then they praise us and then we feel happy so a person should not try to show off simple simplicity means that without diplomacy one should be so straight forward we know simple people right means that without diplomacy one should be so straight forward that he can disclose the real truth even to an enemy as for acceptance of the so very simple simplicity means very simple person he can reveal truth even to the enemy so a person who has crooked heart there is no possibility of advancement in spiritual life such simplicity is very much required so the more devotee advances in spiritual knowledge more and more the devotee becomes simple and then very important element ahinsa shantir arjavam acharyopasanam shaucham acharyopasana as for accepting acceptance of the spiritual master this is very very important because without the instruction of bona fide spiritual master one cannot progress in the spiritual existence so the greatest wealth that a person can acquire in life is instruction from a spiritual master just like a person who has gone in the well dark well so one who has fallen in such a place he cannot come out on his own so what is the way if a person drops a rope from outside holding that rope the person can come out <clears throat> similarly now in this material world we may keep on going to various universities keep on meeting with various so called learned people but it is nothing but interaction of the field of activity we will never be able to come to the platform of real knowledge so how a person can come out of this material existence that rope is the instruction of the spiritual master 
so nobody can advance in spiritual life without following the instruction of the spiritual master and spiritual master does not give instruction unless he sees that disciple is submissive if spiritual master gives instruction and we don't follow then that is an offense thus jesus christ told there are many things which i want to tell you but you cannot bear them now so thus despite his willingness he was not able to elevate them to the highest platform of spiritual life thus lord krishna also could have spoken the most confidential instruction of bhagavad gita in the beginning but lord krishna was hesitant arjun may not understand so thus the most confidential knowledge was explained at last finally so in a similar fashion unless the disciple is very gentle submissive surrender to spiritual master spiritual master will not give instruction because if a person disobeys instruction that is an offense so spiritual master will not give instruction at all so this instruction is the wealth if a person gets an instruction from spiritual master and if he follows life is successful so thus why 16 rounds why four regulative principles it is being asked because this is instruction of the spiritual master if spiritual master tells you take up this water pot and you fill it 100 times empty it 100 times simply if you do that activity that activity will make our spiritual life perfect it is an instruction of the spiritual master which is the greatest wealth by following that spirit the devotee advances in spiritual life so thus acharya upasanam is very very important element and lord krishna is recommending here one should accept a bona fide spiritual master and worship the spiritual master one should approach a spiritual master now very important element with all humility and offer him all services so this is mentioned in the fourth chapter we have seen previously pranipatain pariprashnena sevaya so one should be very very humble before spiritual master should never challenge the spiritual master and one should be very gentle one should please spiritual master by gentle behavior and one should render service also pranipatain pariprashnena sevaya if service is not rendered then inquiries will not be beneficial and those instructions will not fructify in the heart it will simply fall on the ears and go away so thus pranipatain pariprashnena sevaya seva is very important and humility is also very important so humble uh, devotee if he renders seva and then when he inquires then knowledge is given by spiritual master and disciple is able to realize it one should approach the spiritual master with all humility and offer him all services so that is why the devotees are very very eager so as soon as that is why this is the way we should approach saintly person as soon as we approach the saintly person the first question should be we are very very eager so it's okay to ask many questions but those who are sincere people who understand how does spiritual life develop the first question should be vishala prabhupa tells i never ask spiritual master because men, many many people were asking questions to shila prabhupad and how prabhupad can answer questions of thousands of people so he pointed some governing body representatives some of the senior disciple temple presidents and he was recommending disciples you please ask your local uh, authorities ask temple president ask the devotees there and in this way ask your senior god brothers they will give you the answers but still if they are not able to answer you then you can write to me also but all these answers will be revealed when you engage in devotional service and read my books so prabhupad explained it is by devotional service sevan mukhe jivvadau the more we render service to krishna automatically all the doubts are resolved from the heart 
complete conviction, clear knowledge is awakened. Thus, Prabhupatils, I never ask my spiritual master any question, but one. And that question was, how can I serve you? So thus, whenever we meet any saintly person, any devotee, whenever you come across, so before asking any question, we should ask this question, how can I serve you? And then we should try to serve. And then uh, we should ask whatever we want. And then without any reservation, then the devotees will give knowledge. This is the way of getting the spiritual knowledge in life. This is very, very important. Sevaya. So first question should be, how can I serve you? And then we should try to serve, fulfill, carry out the instructions. And then without asking question also, the knowledge would be revealed. Bhaktisdan Maharaj explained this. Very famous educator, leader of the country approached. And he was not willing to ask to any other person because he was a very famous man in the country. He wanted to ask Bhaktisdan Maharaj. But Bhaktisdan Maharaj told him to clean the, to help some brahmacharis who were cleaning the plates of the deities. And uh, uh, he was anyway having very great respect because Bhaktisdan Maharaj was very stalwart, very famous in India at that time. So he approached and he started helping the disciples. And then actually all the questions got answered. Then Bhaktisdan Maharaj asked him, your questions got answered? He told, yes, Maharaj, thank you so much. So this is very important. So why a spiritual master is important? Because without satisfying spiritual master, there is no question of advancement in spiritual life. So for making advancement in spiritual knowledge, there may be many impediments. But if a person has spiritual master, then all the impediments Prabhupada tells, you are talking of so many stumbling blocks, you simply follow my instructions. All the stumbling blocks will go away. I will remove all the stumbling blocks with one stroke of my kick. You simply follow my instructions. Because a bona fide spiritual master is representative of Krishna. Very important Prabhupada mentions here. If he bestows any blessings upon the disciple, that will make the disciple immediately advanced without disciples following the regulative principles. So we have to follow so many regulations, get up at Brahmurta in the morning, take cold water bath, then do Mangala Aarti, then do chanting, then hear Bhagavatam, and then uh, you honor only Krishna Prasadam, then you engage in seva in certain way, then you come in the evening, do evening program, don't do meat eating, no intoxication, no gambling, no illicit sex, no prajalpa, and so many other things are there. So, so many rules and regulations have to be followed. But if the spiritual master becomes pleased with the disciple, disciple can make advancement without following the regulative principles or following regulative principles becomes very easy. It is very difficult to get up in the morning. My job is very tight. Everything will be resolved. The spiritual master becomes pleased. I'm not able to follow brahmacharya. Many lusty thoughts are coming. Everything is resolved is the spiritual master is pleased. So thus blessing of spiritual master is very adav guru ashrayam. Thus it is told in Chatar and Charitamrita. Take shelter of a guru first of all. Render service unto him. And then spiritual life will develop. So these elements actually are, there should be one class on every element. Maybe we'll make a separate course on this, all the elements. So for now you can try to contemplate upon each and every element. I think we may take one class at least to finish the remaining items.